So welcome to our first podcast. Um, this is the first time we've done it, so it might be a little bit hit and miss. Uh, but bear with us. We want to share with you our love of art toys and uh, also specialist teas. Um, the, I'm Emma. Um, I'm on Instagram as Aroku Karai. So I've been collecting toys quite a long time um, and art toys as well. And I'm here with... My name's Jake. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as Jake the Snake underscore 912. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of mainly Sufubi, but I kind of collect a bit of everything. So I'm excited to talk to you guys and then about my love and passion for this hobby. So when did you first start collecting toys, Jake? Uh, I've always collected toys from being a kid, but the first art toy I bought from a company called Toy Pizza. Uh, they did a line called Knights of Slice. I really loved the idea behind them. There was like pizza, Power Rangers. So that's kind of what I started collecting. And then from that, I got into toy photography, which meant I found more different kind of toys, different styles. And then on YouTube, through Toy Pizza's YouTube channel, actually, I found about... Japanese vinyl, Sufubi, and different artists like that. So I've always picked up a piece here and there. But in the past year, it's kind of got a lot bigger. I've started looking to more uh, traditional old school vinyl from like Marazan and Bullmark, who do Ultraman Godzilla kind of vinyl. But then I also, as you'll hear in this podcast, I'm a big fan of independent toys, uh, designer stuff from like school toys, um, punk drunkers, real head, and even some resin artists like Deadbeat City, stuff like that. What got you into the hobby, Emma? Um, well, I was just going to say actually, that's what hopefully will be interesting for both of us because although we both collect art toys, I think our collections are very different. Yeah. Um. So our, my my art toy collection is is much more um, resin based toys. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Whereas yours is more, um, what's it called? The vinyl. Yeah, where it's Japanese vinyl. Kind of hollow, yeah. yeah. Um, Sabuki sort of thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we're both going to bring different elements to the podcast um, with our different collections. But my introduction to art toys was a long time ago. It was probably <clears throat> the second time I went to Hong Kong back in two thousand four. And, you know, there were things like Key, which was spelled Q-E-E, you know, all the blind box stuff, and then it's Dunnies and stuff like that. Um, so I had a few bits and bobs back then, uh, but I've only kind of really got back into it properly again since I started going to ToyCon down in London. Um, oh, yeah. So I've been to the last, what, three or four Not including shows. COVID, yeah. Yeah. The last five years. Yeah. Um, so I always kind of have a little little haul from my visit at ToyCon, which is a great event to meet all the artists as well and see everything that's that's being made. Um, but yeah, so I don't really see it, my uh, enthusiasm for it going away anytime soon. No. Because uh, there's always so much original and unique stuff uh, on show. I think the scene in England as well, especially with like resin and that kind of art toy, is really picking up at the moment. We've now got DesignerCon London, st what started last year, and that's going to continue every mm. year from what I can see. Then there's Toy Arc, 
Leeds. in Leeds, yeah, yeah. by uh, is it Neil or Nick? Sorry, yeah. Nick. Um, which is he's a big ambassador for like the art scene. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's what the podcast is about. It's about our love for art toys and just an excuse for us to talk about what we love, toys. Um, also, me and Emma have known each other for a few years now and when we meet up, we always have a tea. Mm-hmm. Um, a nice... Emma normally picks, but with this podcast, I'm going to start picking some we'll different And take it in teas. turns, aren't we? Yeah. So we're going to... So we're also going to throw some knowledge out there about tea and kind of what tea we're drinking. Uh, yeah, Emma I mean, I'm no month. expert, but this no. this one um, is what we're having today is a loose leaf tea. It's called Vanilla Black. Um, it's made by, how do you pronounce it? Bohi Tea. Bohi. Bohi Tea. Bohi. They're um, a small independent company based in Manchester. Um, oh. And this... Um, let me just tell you. So basically, it's a black tea which comes from the Anhui province in Ooh. China, and it's got vanilla pieces and vanilla oil. In oh, it. it smells lovely. And it's really sweet. And mm, that is it. It's... You're supposed to have it like dessert with cakes, but we're having it early in the that. morning. Yeah, we're having it. We're having it in the morning. This is our breakfast. Yep. Jake's mm. already burnt his mouth on it. Yeah, it's lovely though. It's very sweet. You kind of get the bitterness underneath from the leaves, but that sweetness is there. That's the first thing you taste. And if you want to follow mm. our uh, Instagram account, Tea and Toys, I'll put some pictures with links as well, oh, yeah. so you can you can taste it for yourself. Um, we're not yeah. sponsored. No, we're not. No, we just. But wanna... if you want to sponsor us with your teas, we're open to. <laughs> oh it. yeah. If you want to send us a box of goodies, <laughs> go for it. But yeah, this I didn't think black tea. I always thought it was quite bitter, but this one's no, this really nice. sweet. It you don't need of... any sugar or milk or anything. It's just, you know, as it comes. Reminds me of that it's, um, kind of like a flavored fruit tea, but it's still got that kind of black mm. tea fire kind of that. Big fan of fruit teas. I'm hit and miss. I yeah. can if it's got to be good. I don't like it when it's too sweet, too sour. I like kind of just like. A little undertow. Mm. But yeah. That's it is, this is one of my favourites so far. Mm. I was like, to start off strong. <laughs> mm. Lovely. So, on the agenda next, we've got any new releases or purchases? I know you've got your finger on the pulse of things oh, a bit more than me, so I'll hand over to you. I have <laughs> got a few things have arrived this month. Um... I've had, I've kind of gone on a bit of a splurge recently through Mandarake. Uh, I've brought the, it's not here yet, it's due any day now, but I'm very excited for it. I'm due the Passion Tank Shin Ultraman final piece, a bit of a grail. So as soon as I saw that Mandarake, I had to buy it. Uh, I've also received a piece, but we'll go further into that later when we go into our subject of the episode uh, I've also had a few pieces from Great Brain arrive um, they are very cool like we said check the Instagram page for Team Toys and you'll be able to see the pieces through our photography 
But yeah, they're my main pieces I've received recently. Um, you've received nothing. Obviously, I, d- I don't. I don't order um, online as much anymore. Um, but I did have a massive splurge when mm. I was at ToyCon. When was it? Last month. Yeah, only a few weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. So yeah, that was quite a heavy hit to the wallet anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so there's plenty there for me to share with you in future uh, future podcasts. So, any artists stand out at Toy? Oh gosh, Toy Con. Um, yeah, loads. Yeah, <laughs> I've had most of them. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, from one store to the next. But um, yeah, I mean, there's um. Some stalls have just completely sold out within the first half an hour or so, which is crazy. Um, but then there's all sorts there, and for all different budgets as well. You know, yeah, some of the stuff is hundreds of pounds. Some of the stuff you can pick up for like ten quid. You know, so it's. It look good. Something for everyone. Uh, I'm gutting I missed it because I didn't realise till after that unbox was going to be there, and they brought some amazing pieces. Uh, they brought some punk drunk turtles, which looked amazing. Uh, and there's a new Tatsu piece based on the Iron Man. I know, a black and white Japanese film. Uh, horror, f- like, bu- indie budget. It looks amazing. That's what I'm going to have my eye out for. <coughs> Sorry. But now, some of the pieces I've seen you bring are beautiful. Some nice resin pieces. Mm-hmm. Seems to be strong theme with skulls. This this year in your <laughs> well, the, collection. Well, that's probably just my um, my pickups, but yeah. Um, and I, well, sometimes as well, I like going just to discover new artists because some of the mm. stuff, you know, I, I know I want certain things, but for a lot of it, it's just having a browse and seeing what's yeah. there, and and you know, I end up picking up some some pieces and then coming home and then start following them on Instagram and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I really like just seeing things in real life and yeah. And, and getting those surprises sort of thing, but, yeah. Kind of what you stumble upon. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, should we get into the theme of the episode? Yeah. So, every month, we're picking a theme, um, and we're thinking that maybe in the future, we would get some suggestions from you guys on the yeah. themes. Um, uh, but for this one, we picked Spooky, didn't yep. we? Just like a one-word theme. And me and you both have to pick a toy from our collection mm. that we feel well, represents, represents our theme. Yeah, represents that theme, and then just give three reasons why we really, really like the toy, and then potentially we pick a pick a winner at the end. But I don't know if that's going to work. I think we'll, we'll both still we'll favour our own yeah. toy. <laughs> well, like but, we said, we've got very different styles of what we're into. Emma likes more of resin art style. I'm more of a Safubi. Uh, collector but I think that's why we're going to work well it's because you're going to get a bit of both worlds it's going to be a nice round look at the art toy world and not just oh I brought this Fubi piece or I brought this resin piece it's, it's a bit of everything um, yeah and each podcast because we're just focusing on one toy each gives the chance to really focus on the artist or company or whatever involved doesn't it and yeah. give them a shout out and well that's what's fun because we know some artists from like our times in the scene we've got to know a few so we get a little not just shout out artists we like but also friends and stuff we can kind of share their work um and maybe even get some to come on the show and mm. talk about their 
experience in the world of art toys. So, on the theme of spooky then, do you, who wants to go first? Oh, shall we rock, paper, scissors, eh? Oh, God, go on then. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, oh, do, you, do you do rock, no. paper, scissors go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still lost, though. Oh, you still lost. <laughs> I won. Emma did scissors. I did rock. So I will go first. Um, my piece today is quite a new piece. It was created by someone I've known for a few years now. His name's Pepper. He's on Instagram as Ultra Radical Toy World. He's also he used to have a YouTube uh, channel called Ultra Radical Toy World, where he went through toys and different sifubis and stuff, which were very good. Uh, but now, mainly, except for this piece I'm about to talk about, he also does a podcast called Good Morning Toy World. But yeah, he's finally got around to creating his first sifubi piece. Uh, which name's Reggie it's a very cool piece uh, he's Halloween themed so I thought he fits the theme of spooky he's cast in mainly black and then he has a white skull which you can swap out for a beautiful spooky Halloween mask but for me what I really enjoy about this piece is his sculpt it's very subtle but there's like creases in the back where the sip sips up in the back kind of the gloves also I don't know but it's quite creepy he's got three fingers instead of four which I really like that's something that like the Simpsons maybe <laughs> maybe it's could be is it inspired by the Simpsons or is it a creepy monster inside uh, also I really dig the to me the Doc Martens but it could be Converse on his little feet. Mm-hmm. But no, I do like the sculpt, if you want to have a look at him. But yeah, he also has a nice little gimmick where you can swap his face out to replace it with a different face. Yeah, you have to I like eat that. it up and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's very cool. Uh, I have seen a colourway floating about, but I think that's, that's for kind of exclusives, the exclusive club. Where instead of a white score, it's a green score, which is very cool. See, I know we've we've both have collected a lot of um, action figures over mm. the years that have got, you know, that boast a lot of articulation. Um, and this one, this figure, um, it just kind of swivels at the shoulders and the ankles and the neck. Yeah, it's but kind actually, of like just those little changes um, can give so much. So many different expressions anyway, can't they? Yeah, you well, know, that's why I like Sophie. You don't, you don't need to change it much. And it just gives a whole other different tone to it. Mm. You know. Especially, like I said, with the theme. And I, I, I'm, I did message Pepper to kind of ask, without giving too much away, what's the inspiration behind Reggie? Mm-hmm. And that's his name, if I haven't said Reggie. Reggie. Okay, cool. Um, we love Reggie's his catchphrase. Uh, this is what Pepper had to say. He is kind of a love letter and a eulogy to Halloween's gone by. He's rooted in a deep nostalgia for simpler times, getting dressed as a ghoul and going mm-hmm. trick-or-treating. He is a dark alley but with a whimsical facade. What lurks behind the mask? Is it a void of terror and despair or just the ghost of your childhood? Mm-hmm. The only thing we know for sure 
That is quite spooky, actually. Oh, take his face off and it's just a big hollow hood. <laughs> <laughs> big void. That's cool. So I one of the masks is a skull, isn't it? And the other yeah, one's like a like demon. A, kind of like a... Is it a... a Rugi, you can even like, like twist, twist the skull looks. Yeah, so yes, you can tell him he's very cool. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, when you said back to simpler times and Halloween, yeah. when I was a kid, it was simply you cut a hole in a bin bag. Yeah. Probably, well, Pepper is Canadian, so he's kind of compared to like the UK scene, where Halloween's not a big deal. Well, it doesn't no. seem to be as big a deal as somewhere no. like America and Canada, where they seem to go all out. No. Um, we never went trick or treating as, as a kid. Kid, it was more when I was a teenager. Yeah, we made ourselves off. go. Yeah. yeah, I like dressing up, so Halloween's always been fun for me. And also, I'm a bit. I, I grew up a bit of an emo punk kid, so you kind of had. It was kind of your time to kind of like, go for it. Mm. And I would have wore something quite similar to Reggie, <laughs> a school with a black hood. Yeah. But no, I am really into the sculpt. I like his little tummy. Oh yeah, that is quite cool. Little tummy. Um, talking about the sculptor. Everyone's got a tummy when they wear a onesie, though. Yeah, <laughs> that little bulge. Uh, talking about the. Talking about the sculptor. I believe it was sculpted by King Hideous Toys. Helped sculpt it. Uh, obviously, with Pepper's input and everything, uh, they do a lot of different Safubi pieces, quite creepy, quite monstery, mm. unique styles. Um, they're the people behind King Hideous Toys is King Gloom and King Doom, but now they did a great job at it. And this is Pepper's first Safubi, uh, so yeah, for I think for his first time, I think he knocked it out of the park. I want to photograph him now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've not shot him yet, but I am planning on. I kind of want to I get him. I just like the way you see. You just make a few little changes, and it just creepy. Mm. Changes his personality so much. Well, that's what's great about him. He he can be quite playful, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. also he can be quite dark and quite scary. Yeah, even look quite timid time. and shy. Yeah, he also reminds me, and I don't know why, but have you ever heard Undertale? No. It's this game, it's like retro game. Okay. And there's a character in that called Sans. Sans? S-A-N-S. Um, and it kind of gives me that kind of vibe. I think it's the white skull. But for some reason, I could see him... I don't know, it just gives me a bit of that vibe as well, which mm. I don't mind, because I'm a big fan of the game. But yeah, I love the sculpt. I love the little socks. Just sticking out, yeah. <laughs> like, also... Cool. The gimmick's cool. How you can swap the faces. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for monochrome toys. I've noticed yeah. recently that when I look around, I've got quite a few black and white mm, toys. You do, actually. Quite dark. Um, there's some others in the other room as well. Just, yeah. But we're, we're really striking. Mm, I like this. For a first colour piece, it gets it down as well. Um, I would... I think, because I'm such a fan of sculpt, if you did more colourways... I think I would be interested. Maybe a purple and green. Ooh. That might be cool. Purple, though, it's going to look like Skeletor, isn't well, it? Well, you, you can't do avoid the that. clothes. <laughs> yeah, I get gas, so. The green makes it pop a bit. Yeah. Or oh, what about like orange or green or orange or purple? Mm-hmm. Kind of something more like a traditional Halloween yeah. colour. 
But that's, yeah. If Pepe, if you're listening to this, you can use my ideas. I will <laughs> buy it. Um, but yeah. And also, it's. I've heard from what his previous podcast where he spoke about it. It is made traditional as well. So it is create the modem was cast in Japan, and mm. he was made all there. So he is a proper Japanese final. So he is even got the smell. <laughs> he is straight up what Sufubi stands for, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of. But yeah, Ooh. that is my pick. Very good. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, my choice for the spooky theme was, um, well, is, it's, I don't know, it's a bird. I, I kind of call it a crow, but I don't know exactly what kind of bird it's supposed to be. Mm. But it's made by Monster Ego Studios, <clears throat> uh, which is by a guy called Brad Dow. And he makes, um, he does some artwork and uh, sculptures um, and he uses ZBrush to do a lot of digital sculpting. Oh, so um, digital. Yeah, well, he does some digital sculpting to make 3D prints mm. for them to make the resin casts. Oh, okay, from. cool. So then, so he's, he's done the um, digital stuff to make the mould, basically, and then he casts the figures in resin. Uh, he said, occasionally, he says, he'll do clay-based sculpts as well. So I don't know exactly which one this came from. Um... But he describes his work as um, Darwin's Origin of Species and a less commercially driven Pokedex. Oh. <laughs> a mixture of those two. Which so I it's Pokemon meet Goth. Well, is it, whether with, with the Darwin thing, you can see that a lot because it's, um, it, it's, it's, he has a lot of schools in his work mm. and a lot of the schools are quite lifelike, but also there's body parts of, Animals as well, like at the minute he's got tentacles and jars oh, and cool. things like that. Which so a bit Lovecraftian really, really cool. as well. Yeah, like you know, darkness. You'd see it in an old-fashioned um, science lab or something like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like pop pop art, kind of not pop art, but like old like sixties horror pop comic kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and he's done he's done quite a few birds. Some of them are really colourful, like with with mohawks. Oh, right. yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Um, and most of the ones I've seen are actually quite big, and they're on they're, they're sat on perches that's then on a wooden stand. Yeah. Um, whereas this one I've got, um, I'll put pictures pictures up on the Instagram, mm-hmm. but it's just a it's a little one. What would you say? Like three, three and a half inches, yeah, something, something like that. Um, just a little. And he's he's self standing. He's got one clawed foot, which he balances perfectly on, which I really like actually because there's a lot of resin toys out there that have got quite a wide base as standard oh, yeah. so the fact that he's just got a little clawed foot and in it balances so beautifully um it really appeals to me with this piece but also i like the contrast of the paintwork between his body's feathered mm. so look it looks very much alive and it's quite it's painted quite simplistically with the black and white oh i like <laughs> the white because it bulges out yeah but then the from the neck upwards, you can see the top part of the spine and then the skull. And all of that is really, really well detailed. The paintwork is all kind of like a mucky bone colour. There's even a, a sculpted human skull on the, the top of the head. Piece, yeah. It looks like a couple of horns and some patterns, like almost 
Aztec-y, yeah. you know, patterns and things kind of satanic. carved into the skull. So that looks really spooky. Um, I also like the fact that there's actually where the eye sockets are, they're obviously empty. Mm. Um, and there's a hole that goes straight through the skull. Oh, so yeah. um, you don't often get pieces that have got holes through them. No. <laughs> so that's quite a unique feature, and I really like that. Um, a lot of uh, vinyl toys by nature are quite chunky, aren't they? And so this one's quite detailed and quite... Um, you know, the, some of the bits are really, really fragile, actually. It makes yeah. me wonder how many makes pieces me he, he makes and, you know, has to make to get some to come through all right. You know, I think it's, it looks quite challenging to make, put it that way. It um, looks like two separate pieces. Yeah. Because of how the <clears> body's <throat> done is quite thick and chunky. Yeah. Uh, there's sculpted lines in it, so it has got a nice, like, detail to it. And then the white, yeah. like ends of the feathers are there which is a nice contrast and i do like that contrast because i think if it was all skeletal it wouldn't have no it wouldn't appeal. be as no it's it's like I the living dead piece. yeah <laughs> why well, i'm a big fan of this piece to the point where i have a photo you did mm. of this on my wall so yeah it's a bit unfair to pick this and we're going i paired him with um ophelia didn't i from pan's labyrinth mm. because again it kind of really fits well with that dark fairy tale oh yeah definitely world. kind of um, like gothica yeah so that's what? the piece i chose um could i just yeah you have a look uh, i think i've covered my points just with chatting but um yeah he, um, I say I love the really big ones he does, but these are really nice because they're just they're a bit more manageable. They're, they're obviously more affordable. It still and has it, a presence. You oh, still, for sure. it can, it, especially because like we were saying, the skeleton paint on the head is the tone's quite. It's dark, but there's a lightness to it, which contrasts really nice with like the pitch black of the body. Mm. So it just pops out so nicely. I'm not even sure how many of those he's made. Because um, I bought that at Toy Art in Leeds. And he had mm. two on the table, I think. And I bought one. And my friend bought the other one. Um, and I've not actually seen any more since. No, I've not seen any of um, online or anything. It's gorgeous. So I don't even know how many of them there are out there. But he goes so well with... So many of my figures. Oh, yeah. Um, Your collection in general works. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think even if you're not a fan of toy art or like toy, mm. toys in general, I think if you're into like kind of like a more gothic look, more uh, dark, like dark vibes, I think it look great. I think this yeah. look amazing next to like a bookshelf full of your favourite. Oh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, no, it's a gorgeous piece. I've always been a fan of it. Mm. Yeah, it's one of my faves. The sculpt on the head as well is beautiful, especially yeah, with the so lines. Yeah, so dainty. I've never noticed the skull on top till today. Have you not? No. I suppose I've never I photographed him I've from that angle. I don't think I've held him. I think I've only yeah. seen him in shots. Um, mm. But yeah, so there's my piece from monster ego studios it's based in the uk um 
and do we think we've said enough about our individual choices? Yeah, we can... I think we've certainly fulfilled the spooky brief. Yeah, we can run down again, like... I think we should photograph them together. Points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, obviously you guys can't see, but put next to each other. Oh, look, they look like they're made for each other. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is what I'm really enjoying about, like, the idea of this podcast. Is it's one like the idea is to show one theme. So today was spooky, mm. which was an easy theme for us because we both have spooky pieces. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if you look at them together, it's like night and day how different they are. Mm. Yours is like super tastes. shiny and mm. and whilst I love the details in the sculpt here and there, yeah. the overall style is quite simplistic. It's isn't quite it? cartoonish in yeah. a way, like his proportions and stuff. Whereas mine, like the school's made to feel very mm. realistic. Well, yeah, isn't it? your bird is and... is quite realistic. Yeah, with the sculpt and also the matte paint on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yours looks like some like an ornament, while this piece is more toyish. I've just realised as well, with the mm. fact that the head is so oversized, it kind of makes it look like a baby bird. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just made that super spooky. I did. Yeah. <laughs> this baby bird's going to haunt your dreams. Oh, but it is a beautiful piece. And that's, yeah, going back to what I was saying, Caroline, and that's what's going to be fun about this project, is with... with we're both in like the art scene. We both collect, things, but our styles are so different. Yes. That the contrast is is awesome, and it's gonna shine a light on future. But I wouldn't particularly. I wouldn't own that. I could appreciate. Yeah, that, and I vice versa. I wouldn't have seen that online like you did, and thought I need to buy it. But actually, in mm. hand, it's really cool, and I now want to photograph it. Yeah. <laughs> You want so to play? It's... I want to buy a little uh, Halloween bucket for it. Oh yeah! You know, like a yeah, pumpkin, sweet bucket, just yeah. fun to walk around in. It's going to be fun in October. Oh, mm. it's coming out trick or treating with me. Yeah, yeah. All the autumn colours. Yeah. Yeah. Bit orange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to learning more about that scene because I don't generally know a lot about That's um, it, the scene of yeah. which you collect from. So yeah, hopefully we can educate each other and spread our enthusiasm to you guys as well and yeah. um, um, keep enjoying tea oh yeah this tea <laughs> has been lovely I think I've yeah. down two cups during this podcast I know we have to go steady otherwise we're going to have to start oh. taking wee breaks yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go for a wee now goodbye um, so are we going to try and choose a winner I don't think it's fair now because I oh no because it's such a contrast exactly piece. like I love your piece and I love my piece but for completely different reasons it's what mood am I in yeah that's the real question what what do I want today do I want something a bit fun a bit 80s nostalgia kind mm. of like something you would have saw in like a Steven Spielberg movie set in Halloween or do I want something which is a bit more looks like it's from a Victorian yeah, cabinet Victorian of curiosities cabinet, yeah <laughs> a bit of a lot of wood a lot of shadows yeah something That's I would have cool. read in a book very beautifully made nice stunning piece they both are for different reasons so I'm I'm gonna be the guy who um cheats and say it's a draw <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I think we're probably going to end up doing that most Yeah, most it's place. a draw. <laughs> but if you want to find out more about these toys and the people that made them, then mm, we'll by all means... We'll be putting links up yeah, on and our check Instagram. Yeah, our Instagram, Tea and Toys. We'll be, putting, we'll be doing pictures of the toys we talk about so you could have got that visual reference. Yeah. And we'll be putting links up for the artists and where you can buy them from. Um, and, of course, the tea. But, oh, yeah. And if you've got any suggestions that you would like us to use for our theme next month, then do leave them in the comments, DM us, whatever. And yeah, we, might take, you... we might take them on board. We'll see yeah. if, if we can if find we something can to fit. If we fit the criteria, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm open to it. But yeah, so just give us a follow on Instagram for the 100th time, T-N Toys. Yeah. Um, we're going to have pictures of both our toys we've shown today. Both will have links to the creators and owners. No, not owners, but you know what I mean. The creators mm-hmm. behind it. Um, but yeah. Hope you've enjoyed listening to our ramblings and share our enthusiasm for art toys. Yes. And we'll see you next month. And if you've got anything as well what will fit this theme, tag us in it. Show us what is your spooky toy in your collection. So signing off. My name's been Jake. And I'm Emma. And see this, you next time. Yeah, see you next time. This is Tea and Talk.